0: all right guys <laughs>
1: all
0: right we got we got a roll Andy, are you ready oh i was born ready don't don't take that personally with the uh the, you got to, you got beautiful teeth i'm just saying worth it right worth
2: it.
1: <laughs> yeah my tooth got ripped out of my mouth man I, I didn't really plan on that one okay
0: true okay we gotta go i'm getting they're they're getting on me okay all right here we go welcome back everybody to another mid-level show uh this is the show where we we talk about the we give a different perspective on this week's doctor's note this week's dictations podcast uh we get our crew here we get the whole team uh we don't have the whole team here today but we always have a good portion of them we have amber in kingsport and we got fran in johnson city and we've got andy who's in kingsport today um we're going to go we're going to talk about this week's interview that was a fascinating internew- interview that Dr. Rogers gave with Dr. Marshall Jewett out of local orthodontics in Johnson City uh, at lo- local ortho on Facebook. Um, huge shout out to him for for coming on the show and and giving, you know, his thoughts and, and his expertise on facial structure, on teeth and the impact that that has on your health. Uh, but I want to I want to kind of, you know, go into our homes here today. And, and and Amber, I know you have you have a young family. And, you know, one of the things that that Dr. Jewett talks about is is getting kids into the orthodontist at at around age seven. Why don't you just talk to us about your experience, you know, raising your kids and and, and how you're thinking about the dentist and the orthodontist for them?
2: Yes. Well, I actually graduated with Dr. Marshall Jewett. Um, So if he's watching or listening to this, um, he did awesome. So that was really great. And he's just, that's, I'm so proud of them. That's awesome. Um, so I, I had a lot of takeaways just because exactly what you said, the point of life where I'm in, um, our oldest is four, so about five, so, uh, four, three, and one. And I'm kind of, I'm so happy to have this information on the early end. We have gone to the dentist, um, uh, so but we're just in the teeth cleaning, that kind of um, stage. Uh, when he started talking about an open bite, and this was one thing I thought, well, maybe I can contribute to if there's any other young moms, dads parents listening, um, the open bite feature that can, you know, change them structurally and uh, hurt them from a breathing standpoint, make them more open mouth breathers is a passy. Let me just say, we love pasties in this house. We live by pasties in this house. Every child has had a pasty in this house. Um, so I'm not knocking pasties. Babies suck a lot. And so that is a very, it's comforting. It it's reduces SIDS. It's good. Sometimes we hold them a little too long. Like in our case, our um, about two, two and a half was when we broke the, our, our first two. The youngest one, who's just one, still has his. But it did form an open bite with our daughter. And um, when we went to the dentist, that was something that, you know, can cause airway issues. Now, to encourage those young parents who have PASSEs in their home currently, um, whenever you decide to, to drop that, whether it's, you know, two, two and a half, uh, that's on the later end. But um, it correct, uh, our daughter, our four-year-old, it could completely self-correct it. So at that young, malleable age, it's really you have so much time to work with things. Um, Fran, I wanted your opinion as far as having kids that have grown. Did you take them to the orthodontist voluntarily or how did you get referred there?
3: I went there after cleaning appointments with the dentist and the dentist would say, this child needs to go to the orthodontist or this child needs his wisdom. be looked at or not looked at because they don't exist, all, you know, all kinds of things. Um, so I had three that had or- orthodontic work braces and then the baby was the only one i gave a pacifier to because i was against them when i had my first child and he's the one who has perfect teeth and did not need orthodontic work so <laughs> and you. and i did not take it away till he was over three <laughs> so
2: there you know me,
3: he's just one of those things i couldn't you know he was loud and I just needed to
2: yes.
1: view him right now. He needs to be on the podcast. We, we've, get got, up. we've got to get him on the show.
3: Peyton, can you come over here and just smile? Show them that <laughs> you have a perfect mouth. Look at uh, those. Yeah.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> how, how jealous yeah. am I? That is from a pacifier.
1: You heard it right from the horse's mouth. <laughs>
0: I love that. And that, and, and, and re, what, did, what did you do with him that was different with the other kids? Just to, just to clarify, you kept him on the The pac- main
3: thing that was different is I, I did not take his pacifier away. I didn't. And by my first children, I didn't even allow them to have one. But by the time you get to the fourth, you will do anything to have peace.
2: Yes. Right? It just took me three to get there. <laughs> I worked on
3: his microbiome. It would fall on the floor. I just put it right back in his mouth. I didn't sterilize anything. You know, it just, everything changes.
0: <laughs> Andy, what, what's your thoughts on that?
1: Um, yeah, I had a lot of orthodontic work. I've had braces like three times. I'm, like, and I'm literally about to go do my next set of Invisalign for an adjustment in two weeks. So <laughs> I, I love the orthodontist. Oh my God. And, and so I was a year behind. Um, Amber and Dr. Marshall Jewett, and I love Marshall. Yeah, please go see him if you need orthodontic work. He's, he's, I'm sure he's brilliant, and I, and I'd be going to him if I hadn't already started a pistol line somewhere else, but I swear I'm always working on my teeth. I'm obsessed with them. Um, I just, I, I always thought it was more, I thought it was more for cosmetic. That's what I mm-hmm. thought. I thought it was more, you have crooked teeth, get them straightened out, but not really for breathing issues, and it makes a lot of sense. Uh, two, coming from, musical theater and as a vocalist and singer i sing kind of incorrectly by jutting the jaw forward and they teach you not to do that they'll help you do exercises and they'll have you do tongue exercises too a relaxed tongue creates a better vocal quality it's, it's the true way to sing of lifting the palate the tongue is part of that and if you have a very stiff rigid tongue uh, that's what stuck out to me about the note, the written note that he had, was that we tend to push the really this really strong muscle, the tongue, against the bottom of our mouth, and that's and it juts the jaw forward. It should be resting on the upper palate. Yeah, uh, and I did.
0: He actually he said the 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 tongue is an ortho force, and that was you know word for word what Dr. Jewett said, and 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 that was wild uh, for me just to to think about. And and Andy, I, I'm with you. Like I always. Saw the orthodontist as cosmetic, um and in the way Didn't see the. Oh. You just visualize Ben and Lay. <laughs>
1: ben never been to the orthodontist. I don't want to tell. People to let us see your grill right now, but oh, Dr. Jewett, if you're listening right now, I think we have your. I think we have a great patient for you waiting right here. Yeah. Owl, old Tooth McGee on my left may need a little bit of orthodontic work. I'm just saying. Yeah. you That's because because I love you. You're my brother. So I just have to tell you that Ben has not seen an orthodontist. He's seen one, but not seen one.
0: This is all true. This is, this is all true. And if Dr. Jewett's listening, uh, I, I have not been to the, the orthodontist ever. And, And, and I blame my mother who's, who's, uh, she's, she's editing this podcast. So I know, I know she's listening. So, uh, so mom, you know, what, what happened when I was seven? I I don't know, Andy, Andy, maybe it's because he's the youngest, you know, we fixed everything with Andy that, and, and maybe Amber, you can relate, (laughs) but, but, uh, but anyways, Amber, what do you think about, you know, seeing the orthodontist, do you see the orthodontist any differently after, after this? doctor's note after the the interview in terms of, you know, going from cosmetic to thinking about airways and stuff like that. Like I I've never thought about it from an airway perspective.
2: No, absolutely not. I was just, I was fascinated because in my personal experience, my orthodontic trip was cosmetic. It was to straighten my teeth. I didn't wear braces very long. I didn't have a, a a whole lot of um, in-depth work that had to be done, but I just think, like, as you were saying, and I actually thought about an insurance coverage, which I know nothing about. But if there's so much that's leading to um, these uh, airway, breathing, sleep apnea, those can be correctable through, you know, manipulation of, of your mouth, then those should be. Real procedures that are covered by insurance. You know, when I was, when it, because it was cosmetic, my braces were not. I remember my parents telling me they were not, um, and they were, and so it was important that I took care of my teeth. Uh, so I just think, you know, for patients who do struggle with that, that's something to look into, and also see if your insurance will cover that.
0: That's that's interesting about the the insurance. I I, I didn't think about about that. I I just one thing that really stood out to me was the the making noise while you're sleeping and, and, and how you should be watching out for that. And, and Fran, like, did you ever think about that while raising your kids or, or did you ever think about that in general? No, no. Right. No, it's, it's just a, a it different way of thinking about it. And, and, and now I'm, I'm thinking totally differently. I'm thinking about breathing silently and you know, I know that's kind of what, you know, the, a couple of weeks back, we, we talked about breath with James Nestor. But um, but the noise thing is 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 really interesting and you know Fran why don't you just give us your your thoughts on silent sleeping and have you changed the way you do things personally?
3: Um, no, I keep meaning to go out and get some breathe right strips because I know I snore. Um, it's a set. My husband wakes me up snoring a lot. You know, I just hit him. That usually works, but maybe I should take a different approach. <laughs> Um, (laughs) so that we can both get more sleep more quality sleep
0: (laughs) yeah i'm noticing a a a health cycle here you know like snoring you bite you guys not sleeping there's there's some there's some health stuff going on there we gotta we gotta uh, you
2: know (laughs) (laughs) breathe right strips like he like dr rogers mentioned and then um actually my father-in-law he has a deviated septum but it's not been corrected and he uses vix vapor rub to help kind of just open those passageways not in his nose but external externally and it seems to you know so that's another um maybe home you know thing you can try
3: well the the, the one thing i'm taping your mouth shut yep
2: taping your mouth shut who hasn't thought of that
1: (laughs) (laughs) thinking about like hey, I'm not, I am making noise at night and I'm congested, doing something about it, not just going to bed congested, using Flonase to open up your nasal passages, using breathe right strips. I found it very interesting that all this is related to getting more oxygen. Like that's, to me, that's simple. There's a thousand ways to go about it. It becomes complex. But like the the note that he made about how 50% of ADD can be corrected with an adenoidectomy or removing tonsils, like- you're just getting more oxygen to the brain and then 50% of kids have less ADD or ADHD. That's crazy to me. That just means your brain needs oxygen. You gotta feed it. So there's just these, I don't think orthodontic work is simple, but I think that's a that's a great way to just get more oxygen to your brain. I love that the answer, the, that the problem or the obstacle is simple. Let's get more oxygen. You'll sleep better, you'll feel better. I had a patient two days ago said that she's been taping her mouth shut. And she's already felt more energy.
0: Yeah, I, I've actually been, and I, and I think you are too, Andy. Are, are you reading Breath right now by James Nestor? or Are you digging into that book or, or no? No. Well, I have to finish the fourth book in the Harry Potter
1: series. But once I <laughs> end that, I will go back to Breath by James Nestor. But yes, yes, I have a few more things to learn it, about. It, yeah. It, it's-
0: but, it's in yeah. line but i've actually been looking into it quite a bit and and one thing that that um that james says in the book is that you can actually create more space in your nose just by intentionally breathing through your nose and it can it can actually your it's like your body will figure it out even if you have you know somewhat of an obstructed um deviated septum as long as it, if you not everyone needs surgery for that. Uh, according to to the book, like you can actually, uh, breathe through it uh, essentially. And Andy, you're right. Like mm-hmm. it's all about oxygen. And the, the idea behind nose breathing is that you can actually do more with less. So you actually use the oxygen you, you, you breathe in through your nose more efficiently than you do by breathing through your mouth. So you actually are getting more oxygen, uh, through nose breathing, in a, in a weird way, and and obviously the, you know there's a lot of carbon dioxide stuff, um, but I just I found that interesting, and and I find the whole relationship between orthodontic work and and like Andy was saying airways super fascinating, and and how it it changes, you know a lot of what we're trying to do is change the reason people go to see their doctor. And, and I think an interview like this and, and, in in an orthodontist like Dr. Jewett, you know, can really change, you know, why people go see their orthodontist and, and the way they see dental care. Um, are you guys, have you guys always been super into, you know, keeping up with, with your dental stuff? Has that been a, a thing for uh, Cause I've been terrible. I've been terrible. Uh, it's been the hardest thing for me. Um, but mean we- <laughs>
2: It's because you didn't have braces for years and, you know, parents to tell you to take care of your teeth. No, I mean, not that they didn't tell you, but I mean, because they spent so much money <laughs> on your mouth.
1: <laughs> ben was, Ben's con- main concentration was tennis, not his teeth. So that's he was on, always on the tennis court, never in the dental chair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you, Amy. You're supposed to go every six months. And And you yeah. know what? And that's been, you know, oh. go ahead.
2: In your defense, before we got married, Scott, my husband, who has wonderful teeth, huge mouth. So he has lots of space. I had like four permanent teeth, five actually permanent teeth pulled, just, you know, awful. So he hadn't had his teeth cleaned in like, he couldn't remember years. And I was like, I'm not getting married to you. We are not even kissing on our wedding day until you get your teeth cleaned. And no cavities, perfect cleaning. I mean, so some people, you know, like you were saying, it's kind of individualized, you know, but yes at uh, six months, I'm kind of anal about my dental cleanings.
0: I, I think I am, as I've, you know, gotten into my thirties, that's been one of the bigger changes I've made from a, from a health perspective is, is taking that super seriously. And, uh, is take a it's taken a lot of convincing, um, a, a lot from my brother, and you know, on this lower quadrant there, if you're watching on YouTube. Um, but, but, uh, but yeah, it, that's been a huge change just in the way I, I saw, taking care of myself and, 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 and I just didn't see the orthodontist this way. I, I saw it kind of similarly, similar in a similar way you see plastic surgeons. Um, but there's a, but there's a, am I, am I wrong there? What's y'all's thoughts on that? Just y'all are in the healthcare field in the sense of your providers. Is that, is that just a, not a good analogy? I, I wouldn't compare orthodontic work to plastic surgery.
1: Okay. All the, plastic surgery is reconstructive and not for purely cosmetic vani- like that's what right what you would vanity. there's a lot of plastic surgery that's used to correct things so correcting a deviated yes you can get a nose job but correct the deviated septum in the meantime or reconstruct a nose that's been broken so so i but i would i would say that orthodontic work is fairly more common you see a lot more braces in middle school than you would who are getting plastic surgery work
2: but in some way yeah i think that i still didn't see it as such a such an important integral part of like you said add and sleep apnea and correcting these things early on can have long lasting effects as an adult i just thought i had braces to make my smile look nice you know (laughs) right so so it's
3: more part of preventative care than we realized
2: yes i think so
1: and that is something that's new to me absolutely
3: and I and I wonder because because I think
0: that's that's what I'm getting from from this and from Dr. Jewett is is this this is a preventative thing and you know and and, and Amber with 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 your family and and you know our future families whatever like it, it do, it'll it'll change you know the way you see you know for for instance the the uh, people who sleep in in your you're making noise while you sleep it's it's just interesting and, and I'm I'm fascinated by things that uh, that are within your control. And it seems like this sort of thing is kind of within our grasp, um, and something that we can, uh, that we can use, especially, you know, starting at a young age, uh, guys, let's, let's we're going to have to wrap up here pretty soon. Let's go final thoughts. Let, let's, let's, um, Fran, what's your, your final thoughts on, you know, we, we've done breath. Uh, we've talked about breath. We talked about facial structure is what's your big takeaway here?
3: Well, I thought when I listened to the, um, the interview was that you know it's really not even too late for people who aren't seven anymore you can still go in and there's there's ways to fix adult teeth for adults with sleep apnea i mean that might be a i mean you know cpap is what's normally done but maybe you could do it without that people don't love sleeping with cpap machines so maybe just getting your teeth aligned would open up your airway enough if you suffer from that i mean it's worth looking into you can still change your teeth even if you're in your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, for that matter. You might live to 100, so that's right. That's right. Uh, 40 years of good breathing.
0: Amber, what, what what about you? What's your what's your final take? What what sort of changes, um, are you gonna you know take, uh, from from the talk with Dr. Jewett and from this breath stuff?
2: Well, I'm just thrilled and excited that i was able to get this information on this end of things and i am pretty positive that i will be taking up uh you know each when they get to that seven-year mark a consultation to just kind of see what are some of the things that we are looking at now and the potential problems in the future that we can correct early on um i'm so i'm just thrilled and and excited to have that information now that i didn't have before
0: andy what about you what what did you what did you take um does it does it cause you to see you know orthodontics differently um prevention differently what's your thoughts yeah
1: absolutely i love the note about it being part of preventative care and i think it's worth
0: the visit go see go see dr jewett go see and see, see what can be done i think it's
1: definitely worth investigating
0: yeah, it's definitely coming from a different angle here, and it certainly ha- it has me seeing or orthodontic work differently, uh, and prevention. You know, prevention is is becoming wider and wider. There's there's more and more things that we can do to to live a healthier life, and and this is certainly one of them. Uh, again, you know, thank you to Dr. Jewett for joining us on dictations this week, um, and thank you to to all the listeners out there. Uh, thank you for for hanging out with us today on the mid-level show. Um, For all those who want all of this content in your inbox, uh, subscribe to Performance Weekly. That comes out every Monday uh, where we will have a link to this show and all the other shows that we are doing. Um, So, guys, thank you. Uh, PerformanceMedicine.net if you need to subscribe. Uh, Guys, you were awesome today. Thanks so much. We'll see you all next time, okay? Bye.
1: Bye. Bye.